Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto is your host. Whoa, that was a sharp transition. I took it off of smooth and put it on cut. Oh, my God. But anyway, we made it. We made it. We made it. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome aboard. AVQ, welcome aboard. E2247 says, hello, relatives. It's another day in democracy. It's Disneyland. Let's do this before the dinosaurs come back. You know, I've been watching a new uh, series on Netflix at 12.30 in the mornings as I am. You know, this week I've been working out, not at right after my KPFT show, but in the, at midnight I've been working out and watching that program with dinosaurs and sharks and all of that, how the world starts. We are, think, 400, the 400 million years now uh, before present. Having a lot of fun watching it. Melanie Keelan, Melanie Keelan, welcome to Politics Done Right from Barcelona, Spain. How are you doing, folks? Bridge MCP is in the house as well as, uh, let's see who else is here. Nolan, Nolan Dearborn. Good afternoon, Peter. Nolan is my, I, I think this is adult Nolan, my brother-in-law. Great, not brother, hear me, brother-in-law. My nephew, my nephew. My nephew, what's wrong, Egberto? I'm thinking Vicente. Anyway, how you doing, Nolan? Great to see you here. Michael Rudman is in the house. Of course, we have Yvette Avery Herod from saying good afternoon to the PDR Posse. And Michael, I'm going to read that in a little bit, but I want to make a mention. I want to make a mention, all right, about a piece that I just saw on MSNBC about an hour ago. Uh, this guy on MSNBC started to call Hamas appropriately the savages that they are to to kill children, to kill adults, etc. And he really tore into Hamas for doing what Hamas did. Justifiably so. I agree. 100%. I want to solve the Israeli-Palestinian problem. We shouldn't solve it by killing innocent Palestinians or innocent Israelis, innocent Jews, innocent uh, uh, Muslims. We shouldn't do that. We should definitely do all else necessary. Fight wars with combatants. Likewise, go ahead and negotiate. So he's out there talking about how evil Hamas is. and. The host, Jansen, said, but many are complaining about what you all are doing. And she was kind. She didn't say exactly what they were doing. But what the Israelis' uh, defense forces are doing, the IDF is doing, what they are doing in Gaza is no different I want people to stop rationalizing. Well, they they cut these. They they were bad in what they did to these babies, etc. I want you to not not take your eyes off of the ball. Dead babies, dead people, dead human beings. Israel indiscriminate. They they see somebody that they want to get. There's this Hamas combatant who we need to get revenge on. It doesn't matter if he surround. I don't care if Hamas uses people as shields. It doesn't matter if he's surrounded by all these children 
Because we want to get him, the children's lives are expendable. Blowing their heads off is not a problem. Blowing their limbs off is not a problem. And you want to tell me you are different than Hamas? You are Hamas. Those dead babies don't know if their limbs are falling apart, if their skulls are broken in because it's a Hamas bomb or because it's an Israeli bomb that they bought from America. They don't know the difference. Death is death is death. Killing is killing is killing. When I saw this guy try to make it seem, try to make it seem, as if they were different than Hamas. That they, it reminded me about when Bush invaded Panama. They came to get Noriega, one person, because Noriega did not want to do what the CIA wanted them to do. And in order to do that, Bush allowed his military to blow up Chorillo, to blow up Colon, to blow up David. And the surrounding buildings around the Quartel, Quartel Nacional, that's the headquarters in Colón, Panama City, meaning Chorrillo, and Brazil, I mean, and, and David, without any care about the human beings. You see, when it's other people, when it's other people that look a bit different, when it's other people that are not Americans or are not Israelis, when, when they are killed in mass numbers, oh, at that point, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter then. Those, suppose each of those 10,000 Panamanians that were murdered by the United States military decided to become revengeful. Suppose that were the case. Anytime. I see the indiscriminate killing of human beings, whether it is done by Hamas, whether it is done by the United States military, whether it is done by the Israeli defense forces. I see it no differently. If they're killing innocent civilians that they had the choice not to kill. That act is a terrorist act. Punto y final. I needed to get that off of my chest because when I see dead babies, when I see innocent dead babies, when I see innocent people dying, it hurts to the core because my folks in Panama lived it and all they called it here in America was collateral damage. But all those mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and everybody else whose people were killed. Think about how Americans feel when one American is killed. I heard another guy say on TV, and I'm coming to what our topic is about in a minute. So please bear with me. Please stick around. Don't leave. We have a lot to talk about. But, but bear, give, me, give me the liberty uh, for somebody who has gone through this killing where We've watched innocent people be killed. Give me this freedom. Give me this freedom to hyperventilate on the criminality of uh, uh, the part of war that kills innocent civilians. Because 10,000 Panamanians, if you want to look it up, 
I think Wikipedia may say 4,000 or so, but we know who lived there. We know who lived there. And you know what the United States government did? They dug big holes and threw bodies and garbage and buildings and everything into these holes. Not even a not even a burial. And to my dear brother uh, 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 Lee Grant, intent does not. Yeah, you're right. Intent matters. They intended to kill Noriega irrespective of the damage it did to innocent civilians. And that's murder. That's terrorism. That is what that is. Charlie Lindahl, my brother, says a difference between Hamas and the IDF. The IDF says they warned the civilians to get out of Gaza for two weeks. That is what has been said on MSNBC coverage. Let's get to the truth. They also told that the IDF told them to go south. And as they went south, they also bombed the south. Let's get let's not let's not be fooled between propaganda and reality. The IDF told people to go south, and as they were going south, they were bombed. And by the way, I don't care if they if they if that occurred or not. If they went south and were still bombed, Alistair Waters, thank you so kindly uh, for that that support, my dear beautiful sister. For that, I just saw a super chat scroll across. Thank you so kindly for that. But folks. I, I again, they told people to go south and they still bombed the south. They saw people in these buildings and they still bombed the buildings. You want to be a man? You want to be a real military person? Wait till these people are out. You have all these spy things. You have all these drones. You have all these things. You could take your time. If you cared about humanity, if you cared about people, you could take your time and knock these people off one at a time whenever they are around. The thing about it is we have drones. We have all these things. We have spies on the ground. We could let go a lot of cash to people in, in, Palace, in Gaza who are willing to, to, to... They don't like Hamas in Gaza. They don't like Hamas. So you could actually get people to say, hey, they're here, or we're going to mark them, or we're going to do this, or we're going to do all these things to help you get rid of Hamas and actually help us out. Uh, Michael Rodney Egberto, you say we have time, but how much longer uh, will allow Hamas to hold 200 hostages? I don't know how much time we really have. Let's stop for a second there, Mr. Rodney. I want to show you how trastornados our thinking process is. Let me show you how this is. How much time do we have to recover the 200 people who were, uh, you know, uh, kidnapped? Well, so do we get 8,500 innocent people killed? On the Palestinian side, and likely three or four hundred Israeli soldiers killed to recover 200 people? Or 
We simply call a truce and say, stop. We are freezing a point right now. This is a war. We are freezing. Kill nobody else. Stop the killing. Negotiate. You see, that's the thing, right? Uh, we, we lost 2,300 people for 9-11. And for that, we lost thousands of American soldiers who died. We lost hundreds of thousands of uh, Iraqi innocent civilians who died. I mean, war is stupid. And this thing about we have to hit them back hard so it doesn't happen again. Well, I guess that must not be working because you have to hit them hard every time they do it. And once I say every time they do it, it means that they do it over and over and over again, which tells you it doesn't work. War never works. It never works. If you really want a solution to the problem, you have to be honest and you have to stop. Yes, war in Ukraine is stupid, too. And you have to stop where we're at, people. We have to stop. Egberto Willis, war doesn't determine who is right. It determines who is left. Exactly. And that, the left that you're talking about, who is left standing. I get it. I get it. All right. Um, let's go ahead and play my piece. I, was, I, I did a piece. And this gives me a chance. I have some other uh, catch-up work that I need to do uh, behind the scenes. So I'm going to play this 15-minute piece here. Uh, my my work that I, or rather, the interview that I did with some great guys out there in Madison, Wisconsin, on two different radio stations. I want you guys to check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Our buddy, Igberto. He's coming back. Igberto Willie is coming back at 530. Man, you hooked him up uh, for the first time. He's a cool cat. We look forward to catching up with him again. We will speak with Egberto in the happier happy hour Halloween edition Dom, it's going to be a big show. The Devil's Advocates, radio for the 99%. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates radio show, rolling through the happier, happy hour, the Halloween, Halloween edition. And Dom, uh, we've been joined live via StreamYard by our friend Egberto Willies from Politics Done Right. Egberto, welcome back, man. Hey, Egberto. Man, it's my pleasure to be with the stars of Madison, Wisconsin. Are you kidding me? You didn't know it was going to be dance-off bro time. <laughs> no, I didn't, I, I didn't know, but I kind of like it, you know? Hey. <laughs> That's how we solve our problems here. We do dance-offs. Uh, Egberto, welcome back. Um, Got to ask you, It's it's been nearly a week, but uh, your first impressions, at least for us, of the new Speaker of the House, Mega Mike Johnson, what's what's your thoughts? Wow, I, I I tell you what, I, the first thing that I thought of is uh, what what everybody is saying. Hey, he's no better than Jim Jordan, but my God, he looks good. And I don't know about you guys, I don't go around admiring guys, right? But I saw this guy talk, and he has a he, he speaks measuredly, and he has an air of authority. This Louisiana guy. 
I'm sorry, he looks cool. I mean, he's terrible, but <laughs> I think I, I think we better be careful with the way we just kind of throw him thinking that folks are going to look at him as this crazy MAGA guy because he is a perfect instantiation of moving MAGA forward because, again, he looks respectable. He sounds respectable when he I mean, think about how he started. He started by saying, I'm going to work with Akeem Jeffries, even though we don't agree. I'm going to sit down and talk to the brother. Hey, I I start, I kind of believed him. I mean, he's lying. Don't get me wrong (laughs) now. But I'm like, this guy sounds good. So those of us who are progressive, be careful. This guy has the pedigree. Oh, he's straight out of central casting, Egberto. And maybe that flies until someone asks him, hey, uh, is the earth 6,000 years old? You know, is, is is homosexuality the same as bestiality and incest? I mean, shouldn't he be peppered constantly with these kinds of questions based on, you know, the, the public, uh, the, the websites that he's been scrubbing? And similarly, all the Republicans that voted for him, Egberto, shouldn't they all have to answer some of these very basic questions? Of course. But you know what? Everybody's not like you, Dom, or Kiru. Come on, man. Everybody aren't like you guys, and everybody aren't listening to you guys. The people that there that are out there, you know, you hear, you you listen to uh, this week, or you listen to Meet the Press, or you listen to uh, Face the Nation, or all these things. They actually treat him even better than they treated Donald Trump. They treat him like he actually makes sense, right? They treat him like some, there's some sort of intellect coming out of there, and People have a tendency to believe that. And one of the progress problems I think we as progressives have is we think we can say how bad he is and everybody will understand after we give them the itemized list of how bad he is. <laughs> and then we leave it there and we think everybody's going to go to the voting booth and remember that we gave them the list. What the guys on the right know is they repeat something over and over and over and over again. And it becomes a part of, you know, a part of the ethos, right? So, I mean, look, the guy's horrendous. The guy's a nut job. <laughs> but Mike, but we are, it's, it's going to take you, you, me, everybody else hitting him day in, day out, reminding folks and getting, you know, I do a lot of these blog posts and clips or whatever. I, I don't have the pertinent clips of him yet, but we have to throw those clips out on TikTok and Instagram and all of those things. We have a lot of work to do because, you know, they're ahead on the job. Egberto Willis from Politics Done, right? Our fine guest, Egberto, the, the chaos that preceded the election of the new speaker and he might look like Alex P Keaton in glasses, but <laughs> you know, perhaps a dangerous character as you, as you point out. Um, but do you think the American people were aware of the chaos that preceded this? And if they don't come up with a funding mechanism, the government's going to shut down in a couple of weeks. Do you think the American people will notice that, sir? No, I'm, I <laughs> hate to say it. I sure. I'm look, let me tell you, man, after look, we elected Trump, man. I mean, I know he didn't win with a majority, but I saw an interview with a guy. This was a guy. He looks decent. He's measured, and he they interviewed him on on MSNBC. I think it was actually on NBC, and they asked him if he will vote for Trump again, and he said, you know, 
I, I, if somebody else come up, I would. But yes, I would vote for Trump because Trump, while he misbehaves, I mean, he did a lot of good things. And, you know, things was they were working under him. And I sat down and my eyes, if I if it could have gotten any bigger, it would have gotten bigger. Right. I'm sitting down here and saying, who the hell is informing you about what the guy did? I mean, if you look at what occurred today in the in the um, in the Senate when they drill Mallorca, you had Josh Hawley say a uh, really drilling Mallorca of having this anti-Semitic person on the job as if it were the fault of Mallorca, right? But guess what? Guess who hired him? The Trump administration. <laughs> I mean, her. And you sit down there and you're like, these guys are great. We, look, we have a lot. All I keep saying, and this is what I tell our audience all of the times, your audience, my audience, all, all the time. We have a lot of work to do because we think people think like us and they don't. Folks are listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. That's Egberto Willies. He's the host of Politics Done Right. He's coming to us from Texas, right? Egberto, I just heard. Ouch. Ouch. Texas. Uh, what? Uh, the, the AG Paxton, April 15th. He goes on trial. Isn't that tax day? What's going on down in Texas, man? Hey, let me let me tell you something here in Texas. Uh, we have we have likeliest the most homicidal legislature in the country. We are a state that has the worst health care and we have a, an, a criminal attorney. Look, we have the attorney general that's a criminal. He's a thief. He's a thug. We have a governor that is an extortionist. We have a, a that he's trying to extort $10,000 for each of his people right now. I mean, they, you know, he's, he has a session going on in Cong in the, the, he, he called a special session. And you know what he said he's going to do? I'm going to hold you guys here and I'm not going to give teachers raises unless you give me these vouchers that I want to give my friends $10,000 per student so that, you know, they can decide to go to whatever school they want to go to. To which we're saying, oh my God, what? He's given an investment mechanism to rich people and nobody's talking about it. And the media is sitting down looking at it as if he's doing something positive. That's why I talk about we got a lot of work to do because it's amazing how these people work. Egberto, we've seen the the choice school movement here in the state of Wisconsin for over 25 years. We now reroute over a billion dollars per year, primarily for children going to uh, private church school education, 80 yeah. percent of which were already on the rolls of the schools before they received the voucher at the taxpayer expense. We're effectively funding two school systems here in the state of Wisconsin and not to be outdone. The speaker of the assembly here in the state of Wisconsin has refused to pay raises to half the state employees, the entire university of Wisconsin system, unless they eliminate diversity, equality, and uh, DEI from their budgets. Nobody gets a raise unless we get rid of, Inclusion. Uh, I find it amazing because that is not only in Wisconsin. This is all over. We had to do it in the state of Texas, uh, the, the University of Texas, Austin, the most progressive school in the state and likely the country had to do that as well. It, it's amazing that, that they're they're all playing from the same playbook and they use extortion to get what they want to get. And even though most people don't think like them, 
uh, going back to what Dom said, you have to think about this, right? If people are going to tolerate these things now, what else are they going to tolerate? They just don't get it. So, I mean, what we try to do is we try to we try to make it sort of existential for people, right? Uh, you know, we I've been learning that these guys scare folks into into doing things, and we don't quite know how to do that. We kind of like telling the truth perfectly yeah. and not scaring folks into doing what's right for them. I think we're gonna have to change the modus operandi because you're absolutely right about that. In Texas, we're not getting the teachers are not going to get a raise until that occurs. Folks, you're listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Your failure to do so will lead to your imminent death. <laughs> I like that. Yes. How did, does that strike you? Is that is, is that, that fatalistic that enough? It's actually, but you, you you know what? It's the th- the best thing about it. People will believe you. They'll believe. They should. You. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if you go out there and we have to start telling folks we are existential too. And enumerate it. I mean, come on. Right now, Texas is killing people. We don't accept the Medicare expansion to the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. And guess what? We are the state with the most people uninsured, both by number and by percentage. But we don't get We don't take it. We leave billions on the table every year. I mean, it's listening to us is really existential, my brothers. You know, I hate to compare states, man, because we don't have Medicaid expansion either. I I had no idea how similar Texas and Wisconsin really is, Egberto. I saw in a ProPublica piece just the other day, Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and North Carolina, the two least small D Democratic states in the nation. I would have thought Texas would have been in there somewhere. No, man. No, but let me tell you, we are really a progressive state if the progressives were voting, right? And so, I mean, we, we got a lot, lot to do with that. Now, Wisconsin, look, I'm still very proud of Wisconsin, really. You know, I've been to Madison. By the way, I love Madison. Uh, but uh, Wisconsin, at least, at least you guys fight to get your redistricting correct. And you guys fight to get, come on, one of your senators is a Democrat. You know, your governor is a Democrat. I mean, come on, man. Right. Uh, we can't even get that done here, even though that's who we are. Hey, let's not compare Ted Cruz and Ron Johnson. <laughs> we might swap Ron for for Ted, but it would be a tough decision. Oh, but yes. Egberto, I mean, maybe you don't take, uh, you know, the state doesn't take the Medicaid expansion, the Obamacare and all that. And and maybe, maybe, you know, the teachers aren't getting paid and, and all that. But but hell, I mean, your your electrical system is your own, baby. Right. Oh That's all God. you you how, had to bring that up. Winter's coming up, man. I was wondering. I mean, how's things? How are things looking this year, man? Uh, the same that it does every year. We're we're holding on by a prayer. But I got a, a, a something even more special for you. We decided that we were going to really support Sarda Green Energy, even though we produce more wind than anybody else and wind wind turbines, etc. But here's what we did. We said to solve the problem. We are going to invest in generators so that th- what occurred when we froze the debt doesn't occur again. Guess what we said, though? The only thing we're going to fund are gas turbines. <laughs> That's the only form of electricity. If, in other words, if you decide to build a solar farm, to build a dam, to do whatever, green or not, gr- the only thing we're going to support, it has to be burning fossil fuels as the back-end store of our electrical grid. 
<laughs> well, we do have you there. My understanding there will be right now. We've got about 15 gigawatts in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, I learned just earlier today, there is an investment in something like 11 gigawatts uh, of renewable solar and four gigawatts uh, of, of battery storage. And these things are in the queue. These things are going to happen. The investment dollars are there. That's going to create 20,000 jobs in the state of Wisconsin uh, to bring these things online. So at least we got a better power infrastructure, question mark. You've got us beat, okay? Right. You got us beat. Hey, you better be able to turn on the heat in the state of Wisconsin, man, because winter's about to set in here. We got snow on Halloween. I bet that's not happening in Houston. <laughs> not in Houston, but in Dallas, maybe. Thank you so much, Egberto Willies from Politics Done Right. How can people find your podcast, your show? PoliticsDoneRight.com. PoliticsDoneRight.com. Visit us and you can get everything that you want. Thank you so kindly for having been with you guys. Yeah, thank you. Egberto, don't be a stranger. We'll have you back to Madison, but maybe in the spring, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Peace. We All right. So that, that was a show that I told you guys I had to go do right after our program yesterday and it turned out pretty well with uh I, I, I like those guys. Those guys are great. I mean those guys it's funny all when we're in the in the room playing around, etc. All that good stuff. Anyway folks, anyway folks, uh check out oh first of all, thank you, uh, senor Senora Lopez. She is she re-upped at the PDR Posse. Folks, don't forget you can subscribe right there on YouTube by clicking that join button and becoming a part of the PDR Posse. Thank you very much, uh, my dear uh, Lopez for let me see. I think it is Peggy Lopez E. Tambien. We also had Alistair Waters. Thank you guys. You guys are wonderful. Um anyway, people, uh, our 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 brother in crime. In, in progressive crime, uh, Zarnik, Tom Zarnik, has a new book out. Check it out. But he also has a limerick that I've got to read. And it said, Christian nationalists say secularism is the culprit. The will of pagan people, they just can't gulp it. They will tear down the sturdy gate that separates religions and the state. Make the capital a church. The speaker's podium, a pulpit. Damn, Tom. You got to get uh, Tom's book, man. Uh, let's see. I, I put the link in there. Uh, uh, let me go ahead and put that, uh, get it to the, oh, whoa, 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 Tom. Why is that thing saying sorry? And it, it can't get to the link. It looks like you got to fix the link. Did I get the link incorrect or something? Uh, I am going to go ahead and find out why that link failed but likewise you can go i think i put inside of there as well the announcement page that he had at our site and maybe i can go to the author page there it is the author page and bring it up right there for brother tom a long time long time pdr posse member there is tom's titles guys take a look at it for our brother tom and i just screwed up the um the author the author page thing so i'm going to fix that right now for so you can get directly to that page there is his page all right v says amazon link failed but the other didn't i fixed the amazon link so it's working now i subsequently fixed that so check out tom's link and don't forget 
when we have folks who write books and all of that, share them around so that we can make sure that people get our wordiology. People get our wordiology and do what we need to do. All right. Michael Rudnin says, Tom, that reminds me of the Young Turks talking to Vivek. I saw on YouTube. Thank you. You actually sent me that link. The undertone problem, sufficient numbers of Republicans don't believe in secularism and theocrats, more specifically, sufficient member of Republicans are racist, white, Christian nationalists, a.k.a. Nazis. Vivek can't run on secularism as a brown skinned man without alienating large portion of his base. That's why he's doing the song and dance routine about redefining his religious political viewpoint. And that's why he's stuck at four percent in Iowa. Whereas uh, his protege, uh, what's her name? She's doing much better at 16%. All right, what else have I got here before I go to the next video? Uh, Michael Rennes says, Vanity Fair magazine, election denial, sexual anarchy, Noah Ark, all the Mike Johnson details we regret to inform you of, short version. He's a young earth creationist with some extreme beliefs about climate change, science denial, abortion, LGBTQ's rights, women's rights, the 2020 election, and more. All right. Okay, let's go ahead now and uh, play the next video. The next video is about Morning Joe. I think Morning Joe is becoming a progressive people. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. In these difficult times, the house has been frozen for several weeks. Why? Because the uh, <laughs> the Republicans just couldn't get a new speaker elected after they dumped the last one. So we know that they that a lot of work is completely backed up. It's backed up. And what do they want to do? They they want to effect policies that are next to impossible to pass, if not impossible to pass. But at the same time. In everything that they do, there's one constituent that they make sure always gets a benefit, whether things are going bad for the country or they're going good for the country. Check this out, then we'll take it on the other side. Pharmacy workers at CVS and Walgreens have reached their breaking point. Pharmacists at both companies have now launched a series of walkouts over what they call increasing workloads. And you can see it if you go to the oh pharmacy. Oh, my God. We've been seeing this for, the, crazy. for a year. And CVS. CVS you and, cannot and, and, get a prescription. You have to go there at least three <laughs> times and the app is always wrong. And, 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 and they're making billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. They're cutting employees. The ones that are left there working are always overmatched by out the, it's just it's in a, bad moves. again, it's just another example. And we see it time and time again. You see it in the healthcare system where so many Americans can't even get a doctor. Come you can get a physician's on. assistant. You can have the best insurance company insurance in the world. And you, you, you'll never see a doctor. They have too few employees. They do. They're, stand it's, and the, it's the, insane. The lines are 15, 20, 20 people long. You wait for 45 minutes to get your prescription. They have too few employees. And that's going to lead Similar to mistakes. another great industry in this country, the airline industry. Right. Too few okay. pilots. Now you're scaring Too me. few flight attendants. Okay. Too few TSA. Oh, too, too few TSA agents. I was going through uh, JFK uh, uh, a week or two ago. It was on a Friday. One line. One TSA line, and, and the lines just wind, wound yeah. around the airport. You're sitting there thinking, of course, that's a government deal. But again, you're sitting there thinking, especially on business, everything, everybody's so obsessed about squeezing the last cent out. 
so they can have good earnings reports every quarter. They're all playing for Wall Street. Nobody gives a damn, not only about their customers, they don't give a damn about what's good for America. You look during COVID, we found out, oh, wait, we're the Chinese and the and Indians are making like 98% of our pills. We don't have pills here. If China, no. oh, we, we don't make masks here. We don't make ventilators here. We don't make anything here. Because everybody is squeezing the last, not penny, the last 0.001 yeah. cent out of every profit curve. And Jonathan here, I guarantee you, we all go to different pharmacies in different states. Yeah, we I'm all have the same problem. And that is CVS and Walgreens and everybody else continues to last. slash. Not because, not because they have money problems but because they want to make bigger and bigger and bigger profits and people are going to die because you can see these pharmacy workers are so harried or so exhausted or so strung out that they're going to make mistakes. Yeah, it's a universal experience right now. And I'd add, this also comes pharmacies having these slowdowns and shortages at a moment where people are supposed to be getting their flu shots or getting their COVID boosters. And you're supposed to be getting that as pharmacies as well. And that's another potential consequence. Yeah. We've had days at our pharmacy where they're just closed altogether. We mm -hmm. couldn't get people to come in and you go, well, I need the thing today. Well, we're going to try to send it to the other Right. Uh, CVS yeah, or the other Walgreens, yeah. there's no or guarantee you have to call it's back. And, and you feel just as you do with flight attendants and pilots, you feel for the people working. Yes. Right. right. Not you, you're so grateful for them to be there, but yes. they're stretched to the max. Guess what? Guess what? Uh, morning, Joe. Joe Scarborough, you're getting there. You're getting there. You're starting to realize that in healthcare. In, in, in drug delivery, in drug manufacturing, in all these areas, the market simply doesn't work because if you are using the market for something that has no real, I mean, if you get sick, you have to be cured. You don't have the choice of saying, well, you guys charge too much or if you guys are provide too lousy a service, I'm just not going to go with you guys anymore. Anytime you are in a system, where the where the the people who provide the goods and services can hold you by the pelotas because you must have them you must have it and those those are the particular areas where it is impossible for an unregulated market and for that for and, and what i would say is that a market all a, a, a wild market altogether cannot function and you know what? When these people, especially somebody like Joe is saying, look at what the companies are doing. They are trying to get as much profits as they can. Yes, maybe they should unionize these workers. Folks, uh, what happened? What's starting to happen in America? The big three had to call. They had to go ahead and finally give the people the large raises that they deserve. They had to capitulate. and. One after the other, because of the because of the evil, because of the greed, because of the obscenity of the way these guys uh, cut everything for profits for the few. We are going to converge where we need to converge, but we have to do it before the, the, the actual oppression from the plutocracy come into fold. We've got to do it. And you know what? When you have a Joe Scarborough sounding like a progressive, you know things are changing. 
Absolutely so, folks. Dorothy Khan, how are you doing, my dear friend? Great to see you in the chat. Great to see you in the chat. There's nothing like there's nothing here about victim mentality. This is about getting what ones do. And that is what, you know, whenever those people talk about pulling yourself up by the bootstrap, pulling yourself up actually is about not making people take advantage of you. Something that I that too often too many people do. Welcome aboard, Dorothy. How are you doing today, my dear friend? Uh, great to see you here. Uh, let's see what else I got before the next video. Um, uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver quién más estoy viendo. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm scrolling up for all the things that I've missed while I was talking. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Jezebel Magazine, new speaker Mike Johnson wants women to pop out able-bodied workers. <laughs> Blame school shootings on abortion. Uh, House Republicans spent the last three weeks debasing themselves to find a new speaker. They've chosen an election denying abortion extremists. Yes, we know that, but we've got to make that more clear than we have thus far uh more let's see Brit says more than a hundred thousand undocumented afghan nationals have left pakistan and returned to afghanistan through the northwest norcom border crossing as a deadline for an anti-immigrant crackdown looms these hundreds of thousands uh afghan nationals travel from across pakistan cities to reach a border crossing deputy commissioner abdul nasir khan said on the wednesday the deadline imposed by Pakistan for deporting or forced uh, removal of all documented, undocumented immigrants, including Afghan nationals who had fled the Taliban, expired on Tuesday night. Now the Taliban is running things. Whoops. And for a lot of those who will be returning, I guess the thing is really, oops. Uh, I, I, I'm not me trying to be funny, uh, but... That is where we are at. And if, anyway, folks, don't forget, this is also a call-in show. You can give us a call at 281-823-7747. You can call anytime. 281-823. 281-823-7747. We're kind of light on YouTube and kind of light on Facebook today. Don't know if these topics today maybe didn't ring people's fancy or just maybe the algorithm heard that I mentioned the word Israel and Palestine, and it says, let's throttle him down. Let's make sure that he doesn't get into a whole lot of people feeds so that they know it's coming. So let me tell you what I'm doing, folks. I am thinking about getting a service, and actually I have it already. It's a matter of paying the extra for it. Where people can sign, well, I, I, I can have you sign up for whenever... I'm going live or whatever. We'll send out a a a tweet to the uh, to the phone that will uh, automatically allow you to just click on a link that's tweeted to you to come to the program if you so desire. And later on, I'm going to see if I can integrate it with voice call. I'm not right now, but you know, um, but that's that's what I'm looking at to see if we can get some more people live. We get a lot of people on podcasts. I would like a, like a little bit more live interaction. Uh, remember, peeps, you can't give medicine to the dead, meaning don't argue with a fool. <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, anybody wants to call me before I go to the next video? 281-823-7747. I'd love to hear somebody's voice, actually. I'm so lonely.
281-823-7747. Did that work? 281-823-7747. Give me a call. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count down to zero and see if I get a call. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. I'm getting lonely. 4, 2, 1. Zero. But before I go, I want to remind, tell everybody to uh, everybody needs to give brother uh, brother Bruce Potter a good pat on the back. He went through some uh, a, a medical thing over the last few days and victorious. So just thought I might mention that. Actually, he he made mention on it in the in the chat. That's the reason I feel I can actually go ahead and say kudos to my brother. All right, let's go ahead and play the other video, which is about. The new speaker, Chris Hayes, did a piece that I kind of like. Oh, Alistair's calling it. Alistair Waters, how are you doing, my sister? Hey, brother. Sorry it took, I missed the buzzer, but I'm. thank you for answering. Of course. <laughs> I, I was typing. I was voraciously typing on my phone a response to Eric saying, you can get your medicine wherever. There's no shortage. But I hate to burst his bubble. My brother has worked for a company for 20-some years. That company has has a pharmacy inside of it mm -hmm. for public use. My brother carries insurance on his on his children. They have to use that pharmacy. They can't use any other pharmacy. And when my nephew needs his asthma medication and the pharmacy can't get it, guess what? My nephew will either A, have to go to an emergency room because he's having an asthma attack and they can't get it under control. And they have a huge copay if they take my nephew to an emergency room. So seriously, Eric, get your head out of your backside. <laughs> you know, that's all I, I had to say about that. I am glad you said. I'm glad you said it because I mean, you know, Alistair, there are some people that we have a system that is corrupt, a system that is broken, a system that take advantage of people, and instead of somebody like our brother Eric here says, "Let's fix the system," he tries to say, "Let's fix us." In other words, let's yeah. let's uh, let's us let We're us adjust because we don't to, know how to spend our money responsibly. Right. In effect, he's We're saying let us let us adjust to the fraud. You know, let us adjust yeah, to the fraud. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you, Alistair, for pointing that out. Uh, but he, wait, wait, hold on, Alistair. Michael says, uh, okay. Please read this out. Let us let me summarize progressive thoughts so you understand. Most progressives believe that if a government program will tangibly improve people's lives or the environment, we believe that government should fully fund that program and that such investments will pay for itself over time. Now, let's watch the conservatives continue to burn straw men despite being told in a way they can understand. And again, it is at this point, it is, uh, you know, it is simply disregard for humanity too often that we probably can't solve here, Michael. But what I tell, like I'm talking to, to um, our sister Alistair right now, you know, we don't have to worry about those people who have no desire in changing. Lucky for them, enough of us have the desire that when we get the good things done, they will benefit for the good things that they had no part in getting 
done correctly. Right, Alistair? Correct. 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 We cannot we cannot be bothered. We cannot be bothered by those who decide that they want to be kicked in the rear end one more time by plutocracy that hurts them. So anyway, Alistair, I think I got time to play that other speaker video. Oh, I guess I don't because another call is coming in. So anyway, Alistair, thank you for calling my sister. Thank you. Let me go to that other call. Y'all have a good one. You too. All right. right. Come on in. Who is it uh, that's calling right now? The number 516. Talk to me. Bridge MCP, upstate New York. Bridge MCP, our New York lady. How you doing, my beautiful lady? I I wanted to back up what Alistair was just saying. Uh-huh. Eric's just typing, order it, order it, order it. Right. And I'm like, it, 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 it doesn't matter. You can order all you want. If they don't have it, they can't process it. Right. They don't have the medicine. So it doesn't matter. I mean, I have a guy here in town that does my ordering. By the way, we're in the middle of a snowstorm right now. Uh-huh. And he messed up the prescription. He thought I was taking too much. And my doctor is what prescribed it. So he changed it from a 90-day supply, was getting three times a day, to one a day. So it took me weeks to get it, and I had to end up going to Walgreens and have changing the prescription because he didn't feel I needed it. Right. So it, there's also a problem on that side of it, and I actually had to go drive down to him and tell him, who are you to change my doctor's prescription because you don't think it was right? I mean, that, that's what I've been taking for years. Go check my blood. It's working. So with the I'm, asthma is one of them. That was you know, one of the ones that I couldn't get, and I had to go out and buy it over the counter for forty dollars. When I get it for five bucks, there you go. You know, so. Bridge, that is exactly right. And let me tell you something because here is Eric Hayes. You guys have personal stories to tell, and you know, I, I told, I tell folks to ignore when people are just making nonsensical statements, right? But there are some that I choose, and I think it's worth making mention. This shows how an irrational mind works. You guys give where there are emergency medications that you need, but you can only get from the particular pharmacy that you're, you're told you can get it from, which means right. it's not something that you can go ahead and mail order. So he first says that and then he reiterate forcefully, mail freaking order. This is not a mail freaking order option. This is something that was required because an, an eventuality occurred. Pip, look, Eric, don't do that to yourself, my dear brother. Don't make yourself look completely and entirely intoxicatingly irrational. These two ladies gave a story that mail order would not have solved. If you listen to their story, exactly. you could see the deficiency within the evil, inefficient system that we have here, that you can get the drug for $5 or $40 tells you that the system is corrupt. If you can get the, the, the product, medical products for two different prices, one extraordinarily expensive and one very cheap, it tells you there's fraud in the system. Go ahead, Breach. Exactly. 
because I do get my stuff ordered. I go to Caremark, CVS Caremark, and right. it is ordered. And it's usually on time and everything works out. But the one that I had to buy over the counter, the priming mist, is $40. You don't need a script for it. Right. And I'm like, why am I spending $40 for something when I have scripts that are not being filled correctly? Exactly. He's on two scripts, this guy. I mean, but it's not just that. I mean, I have a pharmacy up here, and it's a small town. It's not actually, I have to go three towns over to get it. My town doesn't have even a light. But I have to go three towns over. And even there, if you stand on line and wait for your prescription, I told him, I said, you need chairs. This line is down the whole aisle because there's only one person there and one pharmacist. And he has to keep leaving to give out, you know, flu vaccines or COVID or whatever. Then comes back. It is a nightmare. And that's the thing that Alice was just saying, like, what are you supposed to do? You have to go to the emergency room. It's an asthma attack. Right. It's not something that you could say, oh, wait, I'll just order it and wait three days for her to get to come. Exactly. Exactly. So Eric, like, really, I don't care I if get, his wife is a pharmacist. Look, the, oh the truth God. of the matter is um, the truth of the matter is the right. Remember what I tell you about critical thinking. And this I, I mean, this with respect to all of my folks who refuse to think critically. But uh, what the right has done is with their with their disgust, with their with their grievances, their grievance ideology. It's a constancy of having people not think critically. If if it comes from a progressive, if it's a progressive having an issue, they can't they just can't come and say, oh, my God, you guys are right. We need to modify this. And you know what? But we leave them behind, Bridge. That's all we do. We keep moving forward for the people that want to come along and move forward. But Bridge, I need to uh, go ahead and start closing this baby down. Yes, go I, ahead. I'm so sorry. I look, but, but before I have a question for you, I'm, I'm thinking about getting that, that service for the, um, that TCR service that allows me for people who want to opt in. There are some people that would say, hey, I, didn't, I, I missed the show. YouTube didn't send me a notification, all that kind of a stuff like they're doing today. Today, YouTube, it's evident that they're throttling me because of the subjects I'm covering. So, I mean, I think it's in the algorithm. Uh, do you think uh, having that independent yeah. thing is a good thing? I think it is a great thing. Good. Yeah, I'm going to pay for it. And yes, I will they pay are for throttling it. you because of what you're saying. Right. Definitely. But I, I will pay for it. But thank you so kindly for calling in, uh, uh, Bridge. Thank okay. you so call, for calling in. Alistair, I want more people to call in. We have all these wonderful things that we want to add to uh, to what we're, we're we're providing here. Anyway, uh, uh, Lee Grant, it doesn't have anything to do with, uh, with, with, with the stores getting robbed or anything. It has everything to do with the bottom line. They're, they're letting people go so that their profit margin will increase. Nothing more, nothing less. That's the statement of fact. Anyway, folks, please consider becoming members of the PDR Posse. There are many ways to become members. Anybody who uh, come and support Politics Done Right in any form whatsoever makes you a PDR Posse member. You can be a PDR Posse member on YouTube. You can be a PDR Posse member on Facebook. You can be a PDR Posse member by subscribing to our newsletter. You can be a PDR Posse member by doing all these things. Please become a PDR Posse member. That is how we fund what we're doing. And as you can see, we put a lot of work in there. Two videos that I did show today, I will show them tomorrow. Folks, please remember at uh, uh, the newsletter that we have, the Substack newsletter, please consider subscribing to it. That's politicsunright.com slash newsletter, politicsunright.com slash newsletter. By doing that, 
uh, we can, if you become a paid member of the newsletter, we can really get a lot more done. Right now, folks, it, it is it is hard for one person. You notice the show that we just called, the show that you saw me in. If you notice, they had an engineer and two guys, one bouncing off of each other so that it, it takes the load off. That's four people, one show, similar to what we do here. All the technology to do this is done by yours truly. I would love to be able to get some sort of a, not necessarily four people, just another person helping out in a lot of other things uh, that, that, you know, anyway. So please support the program. Politicsandright.com slash newsletter is the way uh, you can, you know, can become a member of our newsletter, paid member of our newsletter. By the way, we send out the newsletter at five every morning for the, for the shows that we're doing in the mornings, but otherwise we do other, we send things otherwise as well. Anyway, Bri says, Egberto Willis, why not remote help? Oh, we can do remote help. That is, that is fine as well. I, what, what I, let me tell you, I, I, I got to get out of here. We're late, but I, let me just say one thing. I try, I, I, if somebody's committing a particular time, I want people to, I, I don't, well, I'll talk about that another day because I, I want to say it right when I'm saying it. Anyway. Uh, folks, please, again, go to politicsonright.com slash newsletter, subscribe to the new, become a paid member of our newsletter, or go to politicsonright.com slash support, support the program. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.